This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on Bain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. All right. Let's take a look at this. It says, in a smart city. Before we get started, folks, I almost forgot. You're listening to episode 151, part three. It says here, in a smart city, information on air quality can provide citizens with real value and, for example, help to improve the city's transport planning. The Hawadawa air measuring devices are now being used in a pilot project of West Energy together with the city of Essen and the Essen Air Supply and Transport Company, MBH, or EVV, I'm not sure what that is. Western Energy is testing intelligent streetlights here. The so-called smart poles are equipped with sensors that also detect the parking space, for example. In addition to particulate matter, ozone and nitrogen, the Hawadawa sentience devices also collect environmental data. The air quality data is transmitted to the Western G platform, which prepares this data for the municipalities and provides a clear presentation on the dashboard. On the six digital screens attached to the smart poles, information on local air quality can be displayed directly to citizens. <laughs> Real-time air quality is going to scare everyone. All right, so they're going to measure this air quality and then they're going to assign your carbon credits based on where you're living probably it says karam taraf managing director of hawadawa explains quote we know from our discussions with municipalities that the smart city initiatives are designed to make the urban environment more livable in an efficient way hawadawa solutions start right here they could be used in both existing and new structures to digitally display air quality information efficiently and comprehensively. The cooperation with Western G and Essen shows what this can look like in reality. Intelligent street lighting is an important infrastructure element of a smart city. That's smart poles, folks. Also, our devices are designed in such a way that urban low or GSM is used for data transfer. <laughs> 
In this way, the bundling of individual technologies into holistic solutions brings significant added value, uh, value for cities and citizens and focuses on improving the quality of life. Solution ecosystems are the economic forum of the future. We are open to presenting the data ourselves in our dashboard products or, as in the case of ACID, to make the data available via an interface. Uh, API for further use. It says how Adawa's approach is as far as possible and sufficient to use existing infrastructure and air quality measurements to make relevant air quality information available. The display of air quality information, which is processed depending on the application, be, uh, can be carried out on an intuitive dashboard or by direct integration into downstream systems. For example, for environmentally sensitive traffic control, environmentally sensitive traffic control, where the existing data density is not sufficient for the application, the installation of Hawadawa sentience to IoT measuring instruments can cost effectively uh, add additional measuring points now you would say well what does this all mean well well let's take a look here at global um, newswire.com all right because this is a recent article this is from january 2023 just a month ago and this says air quality monitoring market to reach 7.6 billion dollars uh, U.S. by 2028, owing to reach emergence of cutting-edge technologies. And this says the air quality monitoring market size was estimated at $4.8 billion in 2021 and is projected to reach $7.6 billion by 2028, growing at a CAGR of 6.3% over the forecast period of 2022 to 2028. All right, and this is by SkyQuest Technology Consulting. And this says, uh, Westford, United States, January 17th, uh, 2023. Some key factors driving the growth of the air quality monitoring market are increased government funding for environmental sustainability and developing policies to reduce environmental pollution. In addition, the increasing installation of environmental monitoring stations and the increased adoption of environmental monitoring strategies by public, public and private companies are adding to the growth. Air quality monitoring is a component of an air quality management system used to keep the ambient air breathable. It is used as an information medium to take positive steps toward improving air quality for long-term development. The global market is expected to grow due to improved technology, Internet of Things applications, and the presence of industry giants. Now, it's, it's comical, folks. It's comical because the polluters, the real polluters, are also the same people that are now making the technology and being funded to install the technology to monitor their actual polluting. Yet they make you believe that you're the polluter. Uh, and this has gone on since the beginning of mankind. As Wide Awake Jim has showed us in the 10 appearances he made, the climate activists are actually owned by the climate polluters. It's one giant crime family, one giant syndicate. And when Jim comes on next, we're going to go through this Rockefeller book 
that he's reading that really details this out. The Rockefeller Crime Syndicate owns all of the industrial technological companies that do the real polluting. Then they set up the so-called activist foundations, NGOs, et cetera, et cetera, that are acting like they're the ones fighting the companies that the Rockefeller owns that do all the polluting, when in fact, they're there for the purpose of driving in additional prison planet slave state technology. So they'll say, the only way to stop the polluting that we do is for us to put in more technology to enslave the people, take away their freedom, take away their liberty, take away their human autonomy, take away their ability to prosper. And that's the only way that we can stop pollution is to create more technology to monitor all of the little polluters, the consumers, you, the peons, the peasants goes on to say, by monitoring pollutants, an air quality monitoring system enables humans to live in smart homes in better environmental conditions. According to SkyQuest estimates, the global number of smart homes will reach 4,200 million by 2050, up from a baseline of 2,100 million in 2021. Uh, outdoor segment to witness high traction due integration of such systems as part of smart city infrastructure. This says the mixed effects of ambient household air pollution result in 7 million premature deaths each year. Oh, really? In the last decade, the United States government has successfully reduced average PM 2.5 concentration levels in the country by 41% to 8.02 micrograms per cubic meter. Such targets were achievable through regulatory policies for air quality standards in various sectors, which results in the widespread deployment of air quality monitoring systems, even at the most basic levels. In addition, due to increased integration activities of these systems with other smart city infrastructures, such as smart poles, traffic systems, and streetlights, the outdoor segment dominated the air quality monitoring market. So the government is doing this they're installing prison planet technology because they love you and they want to protect you from pollution that's what you're supposed to believe right the smart poles are going up all over the place to protect you from pollution uh, it goes on to say with increasing advancements in air quality monitoring technologies low-cost sensors designed to monitor air quality for individuals for individuals Homes, businesses, and various industries have been introduced globally. The sensors provide highly accurate information on the pollutants in the air and thus have a future in air quality monitoring systems. However, these systems take up a lot of space, consume a lot of power, and are heavy, raising the overall installation cost. As a result, emerging economies and rural areas are anticipated to see lower adoption rates during the forecast period, stifling market growth all right so what they're saying is the rural areas aren't going to install these air purification systems in the middle of their county or their village uh-oh what are they going to do about this folks goes on to say the research report includes a forecast of the air quality monitoring market demonstrates a pattern of interpreting previous data sources gathered from the most reliable sources and establishes a present growth trajectory for the air quality monitoring industry. 
Furthermore, the market report includes data on product sales, revenue forecast for each product type, and consumption graphs for all product segments. A thorough understanding of segment-based analysis gives readers a better understanding of the market's opportunities and threats. So we're not going to go through the rest of this, all right? But the point of this being is that this is real. It is here. There's obviously a whole industry report being developed. It's a multi-billion dollar a year industry to measure the air quality in cities and now build these air uh, purification systems. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to build a dome around your smart village and uh, filter all the air. I mean, look, at it's got prominent players here in air quality monitoring market. Emerson Electric, Siemens AG, General Electric Company, 3M Company. Oh, all the polluters. All the big polluters are now in the air quality monitoring market. Uh, Testo AG, Merck KGAA, Hariba LTD, Servamex Group, Teledyne Technologies, Thermo Fisher Scientific. If you wanted to start breaking this down and going through all this, You'll find the polluters are the ones now who are building the air quality monitoring systems. If the government really loved you, they'd just tell these people to stop polluting. Uh, what's let, Let's look at this. Key, key developments in air quality monitoring market. Uh, I saw Google pop up in here. Google has reportedly acquired Breezemo Meter, an Israeli air quality monitoring and forecasting company, for an undisclosed sum estimated to be in the low hundreds of millions of dollars. Brizo Meter, based in Haifa, developed a system that collects environmental data from 11 million sources worldwide and applies algorithms to predict air quality hazards such as pollution, pollen, and wildfires. The data will be usable in Google applications such as Environmental Insights Explorer, Google Earth Engine, and AirView. See, so now Google will be tracking the uh, Prison Planet analytics all over the world. So I'm not going to go any deeper into this at this point, but I'm telling you where this is leading. Mark my words. It may take a year, may take two years, but this is leading towards how they're actually going to track you, the individual, you, the mom and pop small business on how much pollution you're putting out in the form of CO2. And then you will be penalized to the point of extinction. So your business will be shut down. You're going to be forced into a carbon credit-based central bank digital currency system. That's where this is going. It's not about saving the planet. Because if these guys wanted to save the planet, they would just stop polluting. They wouldn't create pollution, uh, environmental, climate uh, meters, and then create these air filtration devices. They would just stop polluting if they were actually interested in stopping polluting folks i'm going to stop talking for a moment as i go to a short commercial break when we get back we're going to change gears we're going to get into i believe the history of smart cities ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dust of gold with the dust of gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash Gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. All right. 
we're going to get into the history of smart cities, but first, let me just clear my desk of this stuff here. This is just a follow-up on some of the Coral Gable stuff I wanted to show you. Uh, remember, uh, what was his name, folks? Hold on, let me just double-check here. Director of Innovation... Coral Gables. It was Rodolfo something, right? Oh, yeah. Ramundo Rodolfo. And I showed you guys that Ramundo Rodolfo had spoke at the um, World Smart Cities Conference. It was a digital conference, and he was given an award. Well, I wanted to show you this. Um, they are affiliated with, or it's a project under the WBAF. And you could go to WBAforum.org. And it says here, the WBAF Angel Investment Fund, an international co-investment framework for startups and angel investors. And I just wanted to show you quickly who they were. An affiliated partner of the G20 Global Partnership for Financial Inclusion, the World Business Angel Investment Forum, the WBAF, aims to ease access to finance for businesses from startup to scale up to exit with the ultimate goals of generating economic development jobs and more social justice worldwide. So City of Coral Gables Director of Innovation, Ramundo Rodolfo, uh, who's in charge of building the smart prison there, is affiliated with this World Smart Cities Council that's under the World Business Angels Investment Forum, which is a partner of G20 Global Partnership focused on bringing social justice worldwide. It says, in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis, it was far from easy to reach out for any kind of finance, smart or otherwise. So the World Business Angels Investment Forum focuses on developing innovative financial instruments for entrepreneurs and SMEs as part of its global agenda. One way WBAF does this is through the WBAF Angel Investment Fund, which is an international co-investment platform for the global fundraising stage. The ultimate goal is to create a high-quality portfolio with some of the world's most promising startups, scale-ups, and at the same time, create co-investment opportunities and follow-on investments. Another goal is to connect the best startups with the best angel investors, making it possible for them to benefit from the know-how, mentorship, and networking of qualified investors. I'm going to skip over the next uh, paragraph. It says, we invite you to join our global efforts to ease access to smart finance to create more jobs and more social justice worldwide. Your efforts to convert the world economy to a smart economy in cooperation with the World Business Angels Investment Forum will be highly valued. And that's by Christina McGimsey. Secretary General of the World Business Angels Investment Forum, an affiliated partner of the G20 Global Partnership for Financial Inclusion. So you heard that, folks. Your efforts to convert the world economy to a smart economy in cooperation with WBAF, also focused on uh, social justice worldwide. So Coral Gables, uh, and I'm going to dig further into this as time goes on. Coral Gables, Director of Innovation, Ramundo Rodolfo, affiliated with this organization uh, right here, focused on handing out 
so-called angel investments. And if you look into this deeper, you'll find that they're investing in all types of prison planet technology, all under the name smart technology. So that's city of Coral Gables. I told you this stuff comes from top down. Technocracy is not bottom up. So you have three engineers running the city of Coral Gables, Florida, the mayor, the city manager, and the director of innovation. And uh, these are the type of people they take orders from. So if you guys want to poke around, I'd look into WBAF, the uh, World Business Angels Investment Forum, and start looking into its connections to the World Economic Forum and everything else. We already know they're connected to G20. I did not go down that rabbit hole yet, but you can see there are funding companies that are building Prison Planet technology. Next up, I just need to show you this in full disclosure. I mean, I tell you the truth here, so I report wherever the information takes me in my research. Uh, I am post-political. I do not trust any politician, any elected official, anyone running for office. I'm just not big on praising anyone who wants to rule over me, and I don't believe there's any people running that actually want to fight back and stop the industrial technological system, the prison planet, the technocracy uh, that we live under. Uh, nor do I believe, even if there's a good guy, that they really necessarily understand it at this point. And I don't hear anyone talking about it. So for those of you who still live one foot in and one foot out of the matrix as far as WWE wrestling goes, politics goes, you know, I may break your heart. This doesn't necessarily mean this person is terrible. I mean, maybe they're a good person. I don't know, but I have to report this to you because I was doing further research into the state of Florida. This is from December 2018 by Ryan Daly at WFSU.org. And this says uh, DeSantis, it's talking about Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis' economic transition team talks, quote, smart infrastructure, end quote, 5G wireless and smart city. So this is while Ron DeSantis was elected governor and he's in the process of transitioning. It says governor-elect Ron DeSantis uh, economic transition team held a conference call this week to pitch suggestions on what will drive Florida's economy going forward. Wi-Fi signal on highways, statewide 5G cell phone service, and, quote, smart cities, end quote, friendly to automated vehicles. All that and more could be the future of Florida's economy. At least that's according to those advising DeSantis on the economy. Quote, I think we need to get to a point where we're looking at smart infrastructure in that state of Florida, end quote, said Anath Prasad, former secretary of Florida's Department of Transportation and president-designate of the Florida Transportation Builders Association. Prasad describes, quote, smart infrastructure, end quote, as a system in which automated cars can, quote, communicate, end quote, with the infrastructure around them, as well as other self-driving vehicles. To Prasad, the technology represents an opportunity to increase safety. Now, you see this guy is the uh, president designated the Florida Transportation Builders Association. So they're building the roads, right? So they're going to make money. So he's typical of the worker bees that are going to sell out freedom, liberty, and human autonomy and trade for perceived convenience and cash in the pocket. So you could sit here and you could say to me, well, these were his advisors. It doesn't mean what Ron DeSantis wanted. Come on, folks. 
I mean, either these folks are with you when it comes to freedom or they're not. Uh, and then you can't sit there and complain about 5G and everything else. And then when one of your heroes is promoting it, like Trump was tweeting back in the day, forget 5G, let's do 6G, let's do 10G, unbelievable. Let's do all the Gs. I'm an OG, old school, gangster here, unbelievable. So great, so great. And so you, you just can't have it both ways. Uh, this goes on to say, quote, if you think about the fatalities on state roads in the state of Florida, 80% of those fatalities are because of a driver error, end quote, Prasad said. So now they're here to save lives. Once again, they love you. We need to have autonomous cars everywhere to save people's lives. Goes on to say, Joe York, president of AT&T Florida, explained a bit about what 5G wireless service is and how it will make commerce move. Quote, it is significantly faster you're talking about speeds that are similar to what you would get with a fiber-based product, potentially as fast as gigabit speeds wirelessly, end quote. York said, York insists 5G will be expanding through the state starting in the coming year. So that would have been uh, 2018. He adds achieving, I'm sorry, that would be 2019. This was written in 2018. He adds achieving a true, quote, smart state, end quote, will depend largely on how much his industry is involved. Quote, Florida is going to be a 5G state. We're going to have ubiquitous coverage, and we're going to be a smart state. All of those things have to come with encouraging the investor, for example, the wireless companies and the cable companies to continue investing their dollars, end quote, York said. And the hunger for omnipresent internet connection extends to the state's highways. Current Department of Transportation head Mike Dew says drivers could have Wi-Fi every time they hit the road. Quote, we know that whether you're a visitor or a native Floridian, that you get your information through cellular, through wireless. It's critical, end quote, Dew said. Quote, and we work with our partners in that space every single day, and we have to continue to do so, end quote. See, we live in a culture of technocracy, which is why this will not stop. It'll just continue to move forward. It goes on to say, not everything discussed by the economic transition team centered on futuristic technology. The group has interest in strengthening Florida's ports, something championed by outgoing Governor Rick Scott. Dew says when working in government, not every investment pays off, but he insists investing in ports is a sure thing. Quote, the investment in airports, seaports, railroads, bridges, it's undeniable, end quote, Dew said. Eric Green, CEO of the Jacksonville Port Authority, backed up, uh, backed that up in a relation to seaports using some data, quote, Florida ports have generated approximately about 13% of the state GDP and support 900,000 jobs, which generate about $4.3 billion in tax revenue, end quote, Green said. Green says Florida's seaports have an edge against their domestic competitors. Why? Quote, Florida is the only state in the country with seaports on two vital U.S. water shipping lines at the Atlantic and the Gulf, end quote, Green said. Governor-elect Ron DeSantis also this week tapped a new leader for the State Department of Economic Opportunity, choosing current Visit Florida CEO Ken Lawson. So this is during the transition, okay? You have Ron DeSantis' team talking about smart, uh, basically the smart state of Florida. So we're going to go over to smartcity.press now. And we're going to take a look at this article around the same time, October 2019. It says, smart cities and sunshine. Could Florida be the first fully, quote, smart state? 
end quote. And it says, uh, Florida has been winning awards recently, not for our sunshine or our beaches, but for our burgeoning smart city projects. Around the world, the use of information and communication technology and Internet of Things devices is transforming the lives of urban citizens. And it has set in motion the, quote, smart city, end quote, revolution. This is nowhere truer than in America. So why are we getting so excited about smart cities? By developing various sensors within existing and developing urban infrastructure, for example, in street lights, buses, and traffic lights, it is possible to harness the power of data and improve the lives of everyone in our cities in ways we cannot yet imagine. In addition, the city's various services will be coordinated and will improve safety, quality of life, cleanliness, etc. Smart deployment of technology combined with the capabilities of artificial intelligence opened the door for revolutionary innovations in traffic management and public services, public safety and security, efficient energy and waste management. Whether it is smart parking, applications through which the city finds you the parking space, or open data access, allowing citizens to monitor energy consumption across different buildings, the possibilities are endless. Isn't this fantastic, folks? You can get very active in the prison you live in. So if you're hanging out inside the prison and you're walking around in the prison yard, you'll be able to carry around your device and you can make complaints in real time about the prison you're living in. And you could know that the prison is very energy efficient, which I think is important, folks. Listen, when I get back, I'm going to go through the rest of this and then I'm going to show you some of the scams that are going on with uh, the opportunity zones created by another friend of yours ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dust to gold with the dust of gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 